This podcast is brought to you by eRadio. For more podcasts, check out our website on eradiosa.com or download the eRadio SA app from the Google Play Store. Enjoy. It is just after two o'clock on a Friday afternoon and uh, what a way to end off the week and uh, chat to one of my personal favorite artists. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Jethro Tate. He's joining us on the show this afternoon. We'd much rather have him in studio, but he's on a WhatsApp call with us right now. Jethro, good afternoon. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Keeping well. Um busy in the middle of this release so yeah keeping busy yes absolutely very very busy you must be i'm, I'm actually seeing lots of articles and uh, radio interviews and tv interviews you're just all over at the moment all, all over the show <laughs> yeah i've been getting some nice support and obviously thanks to you guys for supporting me as well so yeah it's been a really cool release so far yeah definitely now your latest single will you stay tell us a bit more about it i mean i know your music by now and i must say this one is a bit more laid back and a, a little more emotional yeah so i think this is probably my most like chilled laid back um emotional song um it's also my very first independent release so it's a big new kind of venture for me um but the song yeah is just kind of talking about trying to find the courage to ask for support when you need it um i've sung about mental health stuff quite openly in my music and this is kind of just continuing that conversation Mm. and trying to be more open about these kind of things yeah, mental health is uh, very, very important. I mean, especially now in lockdown, uh, it, it's getting more attention, and uh, that's that's really, really good. I like that you highlighted in uh, in your songs. I mean, that's a, that's a big, big thing. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's super scary. <laughs> you never know how people are going to react to it, and I mean, you also don't want to come across as just complaining about things. So mm. It's, mm. it's kind of difficult to find that middle ground of speaking about things you're going through yeah um, and, and it's hard to open up and to to be vulnerable and i mean well well that's what artistry is all about isn't it being vulnerable and and open about it but it's it's not easy yeah definitely i think i think it's always good to be open in the music you're making um i personally find it very difficult to write songs that i can't relate to so yeah exactly <laughs> i've kind of gone on this path of just kind of being very open with my lyrics yeah and and write what you know and it's true even if if you're just writing a a story or a novel it's so much easier to write when you actually know what you're writing about instead of doing research and kind of going through stuff you've never been through it's it's more authentic definitely yeah yeah i hope so (laughs) no definitely but listen a very interesting jethro is uh, in your interview with channel 24 you said about your decision to go independent uh, you were signed to universal music essay and uh, this is a very interesting point that you highlighted here saying people often assume working under a label means you've made it big but that's actually a misconception because as you said it comes with a lot of red tape yeah for sure i mean i also thought that signing with labels means like you have made it big and your life is kind of sorted <laughs> yeah. and you're going to be like one of the biggest artists um but yeah it's often not like that um they definitely have like a hierarchy with the artists and they have their artists that they are pushing at a certain time and if you are not one of those artists you kind of fall back um 
Mm. And yeah, there's also just like a lot of release schedules you have to coincide with releasing so that like not too many artists are releasing on the same day. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things behind the scenes that people don't really realize. Um, a label, especially in South Africa, is not really what you think they are. And exactly. there's a lot of things you think think are going to happen, but don't. Yeah. Um, and yeah. There's, there's a lot of places that they fall short. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just thought I would go off by myself. I like kind of had a realization that things weren't really going to progress anymore if I stayed with the label. Mm. And everything that I was kind of personally getting from them I felt I could handle myself. Exactly. So, yeah. And, and, that and was where I'm. something you also said, Jethro, was uh, I felt my music and I deserved more than they were willing to give me, so I left. And now, also, one thing I like about it being independent is, as you said, you can release whatever you like, whenever you like. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, it did kind of feel like that, that I was asking for things and they just weren't willing to give it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up doing like a lot of videos and stuff by myself and just kind of handing it over to them and then they own all of that stuff. Exactly. So I was just like, I, if I'm doing it myself, I want to own it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and now I'm free to release a lot more music and I don't have to kind of follow any schedules that they are on. If I want to put something out tomorrow, I can. <laughs> exactly. Why do you think I'm also working on my own and, and by myself? I feel exactly the same way. In the creative yeah. space, you don't want to be limited. That's the main thing. Yeah, definitely. You want to be able to kind of do what you want when you want. Yeah, and, and, and that full creative control. That's very, very important. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but that's fantastic. Listen, Jethro, I must tell you, I, I really like how humble you are and, and well done. Um, you don't oh. always see that with a lot of artists. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really get artists like that. I mean, the music doesn't go anywhere without people listening to it and people supporting it. Otherwise, mm. I would just be listening to it myself on my <laughs> computer. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really appreciate all the support that I get. Yes, well, listen, how did you so, talking about you. music on your computer? That actually brings me to my next question. On your phone or your whatever music device or your computer, what kind of music will I find if I break into your house right now? Um, so I... Yeah, I'm typically not someone who really listens to playlists. I kind of focus on an artist and then I get stuck in that and that's all I listen to mm. for like a while. So at the moment, I'm very into a guy named Jeremy Zucker. Oh, and okay. I listen to his albums like on repeat. Wow. <laughs> or like certain songs on repeat. Um, and then, yeah, maybe in a couple of months, there'll be someone else that I kind of find and then I just listen to them re- religiously. So I'm not really like a compilation playlist kind of guy. I'm mm. more like... I get stuck on an artist for a while and then I get stuck wow. on another artist for a while. So yeah, Jeremy Zaku would be at the top of my list at the moment. Okay, and, and is it just newer music or, or do you also go back in time to the 80s and 90s? Sometimes I do. Um, I really love the Fleetwood Mac Rumors album that yes. I always find myself iconic. stuck on that again for a while. Mm. And then, like, I leave it alone for a while, and then a couple of months later, I'm listening to it on repeat again. So I do, I do kind of venture back into some of the old music as well. That's nice. And then, would you say it, it, it influences your sound as well? Uh, is there somebody specifically in the music industry, maybe internationally, that you would say definitely had an influence on your music today? 
I think definitely Ed Sheeran influenced me a lot when I started writing. Mm. Um, I, I first discovered him at a time when I was kind of developing as a writer. So I really liked how he kind of did very conversational writing and it mm. wasn't just like your typical like love song. He went more in depth and kind of spoke about things with more detail. Um, so that was a big influence for me when I started writing. Um, I've kind of like been influenced by guys like Love lately and mm. Jeremy Zucker, of course. And there's another guy as well named Alexander23 um, from the US that I've also been listening to a lot. Sure, that's that's so nice. Now, you, you actually mentioned the writing process right now. So I want to ask you, what does your writing process entail? Do you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and then you start writing? Do you write in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely don't wake up at three in the morning to write. Um, sometimes I'm still awake at three in the morning. Yes. Um, but yeah, every now and again, like an idea will come to me in the shower, but for me writing is very like i can't i can't force myself to write it happens when it happens so there's a lot of days when i sit trying to write something and nothing comes out mm. and then another day i will write like three or four ideas within an hour so yeah. it's always like i can't really put a time on it and i can't force myself to do it it happens when it happens yeah and it's all natural and i mean you get those waves of creativity and sometimes it's absolutely absolutely dead and sometimes you you get uh, a, a whole flood of it uh, which is which is fantastic yeah it's actually quite frustrating because there's days when you just want to like bang out a couple of songs and then you can't yeah and you have to wait for those days when you have that inspiration um but yeah I just have kind of learned that I can't force it and it will happen when it happens. Yeah, well, that's all part of the talent, isn't it? But you know what, uh, Jethro, uh, the writing process is so interesting to me because some people say they come up with uh, the actual uh, melody first and then they add the words. Other artists tell me again that they come up with the words first and then add the melody. How does it work for yeah. you? I would lean more to the side of melody first and then lyrics, mm. um, but I I'm I kind of do it all at once. Wow. So I just start kind of like humming and scatting random things. And sometimes I find like words in that. And then while I'm busy with the melody, I'll start filling in words as well. So it's it kind of happens at the same time for me. But if I had to choose, I would lean more to melody first and then lyrics. Okay, okay. Very, very interesting. And uh, Jethro, I also spoke to, to uh, another artist uh, this week, uh, Jordan Daisel, and, you know, we spoke about the music industry and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, how do you find the music industry in 2021? Uh, things are looking so different. Yeah, it's definitely changed a lot. Um, obviously, through COVID and lockdown and stuff, we've had to look for online options rather than live shows and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's still going through a change. I'm I'm not entirely sure how things are going to end up because obviously it's opening up a little bit now. But I think there has been something cool about connecting with people online and like not having to just connect with people where you live. You can put on something online and you get people from all over the world looking at it. So I don't know. I think there's going to be kind of a a combination of the two for a little while before things open up completely again. Mm. And and do you like this online thing or, or would you rather perform in front of your fans? 
so I'm usually a pretty reserved person, so I, yeah. I quite enjoy not having to be out all the time and be around people. Um, it's, I've spoken about it in my songs, like I'm quite socially awkward and and weirdo, really weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a bit of a weirdo. I don't always know like how to connect connect with people. So I, I've quite enjoyed like having to stay at home and having to do things online. Um, but I mean, I do still miss it. It's nice to perform. So, yeah, I, I kind of am in between. Uh, I enjoyed being at home a lot in the beginning, but it's kind of getting a lot now. Yeah. <laughs> be nice to go out a little bit again. Exactly. Uh, I also have a question on our WhatsApp line saying, what is the show you're watching at the moment on Netflix? So, I gave in to peer pressure and we've been watching Squid Game. <laughs> I was going to ask you about it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I started watching that like two days ago. So and how are you still, finding still it? Still busy watching that. I'm actually quite enjoying it. I it takes a little. I mean, I'm watching the dubbed over version, obviously, because yeah. I think it's a, a Korean se- series. I'm not. Yes, sure. you're right. Completely wrong. No, you're right. Um, so it takes a little while to get used to the dub, um, but once you get used to that, it's actually quite quite an entertaining show. It's quite a cool concept. Yeah, I was the same. I was really skeptical at first, and then I also gave into the peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you finished watching it, or are you still watching it? I finished watching it, Jeff. Throw I uh, okay. all nine of it, and I'm uh, my mind's blown. I actually want more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's strange how like you get these phenomenons all of a sudden, like on shows that you at least expect to break out, like become these huge things. Yeah, it's crazy, um, man. But I always wonder how that happens. Yes, but you know, I, I read something so interesting about the writer. He said, uh, the writer of, of, of Squid Games, don't ask me to pronounce his name now, but um, he, yeah. he actually, for 10 years, he was battling to find a studio to actually believe in him and, and make that series that he wrote. And then Netflix oh, wow. came along. So he just, you see, perseverance, persistence... It's so important. Yeah, you got to just stick with it. <laughs> stick with it. He believed in it. And look at him now. It's like number one in 90 countries, I think. It's crazy. It is crazy. So, yeah, there we go. Squid Game uh, ticked. I was going to ask you about that. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, listen, um, Jethro, your music video is out today. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, it's out now. It's officially on YouTube and all of those kind of platforms. And yeah, I'm excited to see what people think. It's like a very simple one-shot video. Yeah. Um, kind of, I kind of was taking inspiration from that video by Coldplay for their song Yellow, where it's just him walking Ooh, kind of along nice. the beach. So, kind of took inspiration from that to just do a simple one-shot video. So yeah, hopefully people like it. And then you just mentioned the beach. When are you coming to the coast again? <laughs> um, so I, I should be down in Cape Town uh, around December. I usually go there for Christmas time um, to see my family and stuff because they still live there. So yeah, I'll I'll be in Cape Town towards the end of the year. Uh, yeah, and all the Joburg people are moving down to the coast now. Semigration, it's called. Is there is there anybody yeah, yeah. is anybody left in Kauteng? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I stay in Benoni, so I'm quite far away from like the the from everyone. <laughs> so <laughs> there's still some people in Benoni. Fantastic. Uh, listen, Jethro. So your music's out on all this, uh, all the platforms, Spotify, you name it, iTunes, and all that stuff. Uh, can we still buy your your merchandise? 
Uh, yes, I still have some merch available. Um, we've got I'm a Weirdo hoodies that are available I need one online. of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's links on my profiles. So Fantastic. you should still be able to order them. So we can find you on social media all over and it's Jethro Tate. That's your name on social media as well. That's your actual yeah, name so or is it your artist name? It's my actual name. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's it. That's even better. <laughs> it's a cool yeah. name. <laughs> Thanks cool. so much. I'll, I'll tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it if it came from the rockers Jethro Tull or something, maybe. Maybe that was uh, an inspiration. It actually did, yeah. Did it? it? Uh, no, she's to- yeah, she's told me that was the inspiration behind it. <laughs> I was wondering about that last night. My gosh. There we go. It's answered yeah. now. Oh man, listen, this it's, was so nice to talk to you. You you were on E-Radio before, that was with uh, Samantha, but I haven't spoken to you personally, and I just want to say, well yeah. done, you, you're making fantastic music. I love all your music. We listened to uh, one for the books earlier as well, and now we're going to listen to your new one called Will You Stay? Beautiful new single by Jethro Tate. Jethro, thanks for your time thanks. today, and I hope you're going to have a super weekend. Cool, man. Thank you so, so much. I really, really appreciate your support. And no. yeah, have a good weekend, too. We appreciate your music. Keep it coming. Thanks, man. Cheers, man. Thanks, Jethro. Cheers. Bye. 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 This podcast was brought to you by eRadio. For more podcasts, check out our website on eradiosa.com or through the eRadio Essay app from the Google Play Store.